I'm your host for Volusia Matters, a program that delves into the latest in Volusia's governmental and political issues. And let me start by saying no one is going to ever replace Mark Bernier or Big John. Their radio shows were extremely informative. And while I was never able to listen to their shows on the air, I always listen to their podcast. Now this show will include interviews with city, county, as well as school board officials, members of our legislative and congressional delegations, and other leaders in the political community on a variety of topics. But everything will focus on matters that impact Volusia County, directly or indirectly. Now, if you want to hear the latest news about Paris or Tokyo or some other foreign country, this is not the program for you. And now for some news. January 18th, Governor Ron DeSantis delivered a $37 million check to Volusia for beach renourishment projects. Now, this money came from a $100 million allocation for 16 coastal counties approved during the legislature's special session back in December. Environmental Protection Secretary Sean Hamilton said this money is to provide a healthy beach to serve as a buffer preventing destructive waves from reaching the dunes and upland developments. Now, Governor DeSantis was joined by House Speaker Paul Renner, Congressman Corey Mills, and some beachside mayors in attendance included Nancy Miller, Daytona Beach Shores, Derek Henry, Daytona Beach, Fred Cleveland, New Smyrna Beach, Lois Peritsky, Ponce Inlet, County Council members Danny Robbins and Matt Reinhart, as well as other city and county officials. Now regarding this allocation, local Volusia officials met January 23rd to begin deliberations on how this money will be used. That group's chair, Daytona Beach Shores Mayor Nancy Miller stated, Well, I was very pleased to hear from Ben Bartlett that um, the, it will be for beach renourishment, sand and beach renourishment. I'm, um, I'm looking forward to it. So right now the grant hasn't been specified yet, so we don't know exactly. Once they receive the papers from the state on the specifications, we'll have more input on exactly when it will be used and how it will be used. And that was Mayor Nancy Miller. Now, while Volusia suffered more than $852 million in total hurricane damages, an estimated $30 million was beach asset damages. Recently, the county has reopened many of these facilities. At this time, the county is focusing on sand replenishment and the means to prevent this new sand from washing away in the future. They've advocated for private property owners before the Florida legislature and have sought federal and state reimbursement. 
Moving on, January 9th, Volusia's legislative delegation held their annual meeting in DeLand with Senators Tom Wright, Travis Hudson, Representatives Webster Barnaby, Chase Tremont. Now, Representatives Tom Leake and Stan McLean had conflicting meetings and were unable to attend. But some of the local officials making presentations included the land mayor Chris Cloudman, Holly Hill Mayor Chris Villa, and Port Orange Mayor Don Burnett, as well as other city and county and agency officials. Some of their requests included assistance for homeless projects, septic to sewer, water lift stations, flood control, as well as road projects. Now the regular session will begin March 7th in Tallahassee. Until then, House and Senate committees will meet each week. Shifting to the county, starting February 7th, County Council will still meet each month on the first Tuesday at 10 a.m., but meetings on the third Tuesday will now begin at 4 p.m. at the County Administration Building in DeLand. And you might note that on March 21st, the County Council we'll discuss the cost of beach access. Also, the county recently approved their new legislative priorities for the 2023 session. This includes supporting Medicaid reform for incarcerated inmates, which could save the county's correction division approximately $1 million. Next, supporting clarification to state statutes for vacation rental units. Next, flexibility for counties, allowing them to maximize their funds for affordable housing. Then, support efforts to increase infrastructure improvements for internet access in rural communities. Support additional state funding for veteran services as well as public libraries and to support a grant application for agricultural education facility at the Volusia County Fairground. On to the cities. January 10th, New Smyrna Beach City Commission voted to impose a moratorium on certain types of development in the city's flood zones. It applies to projects that are 10 acres or more. Commissioners want a comprehensive study to evaluate as to what led to the severe flooding and make recommendations on new developments in the flood-prone areas impacted by Hurricane Ian, which produced 21 inches of rain and flooded more than 800 homes. The moratorium will last until June 27th. After that, the city will then make recommendations on future projects. But commissioners said no projects currently in the pipeline will be impacted by the moratorium. Next, Daytona Beach 
City Commissioner Stacy Cantu announced that no panhandling signs will be posted around the city. Last August, Volusia County Sheriff's Office partnered with First Step Shelter with an outreach program and a new public hotline, 999-HELP, which allows anyone to request services for someone that they believe needs help or are homeless. These signs will include a QR code linking them to the First Step Shelter website. Contributions to First Step Shelter will include support for the street outreach team, helpline, support for meals, transportation services, and the safe zone. Next, the Arbor Day Foundation has named Port Orange a 2022 Tree City USA community on its commitment to urban forest management for the 40th year. Port Orange is one of 3,600 other cities in the U.S. to be recognized as a Tree City USA community. Next, Deltona City Commission begins its search process for a new city manager. Commission members suggested a workshop for discussion of what they want in a permanent city manager prior to selecting a search firm. Interim city manager is Jim Chisholm, the former city manager for Daytona Beach. More information will be forthcoming. On to the schools. Vonda Morris was selected as Volusia's 2024 Teacher of the Year. She's a probability and statistics teacher at Spruce Creek High School. She's been a math educator for 28 years and has taught at the middle school, high school, and collegiate levels. She's also a member of the Spruce Creek Leadership Team, Mathematics Department Chair, and New Teacher Liaison. And there were 69 nominees representing schools countywide, and we'd like to congratulate Vonda as she'll now represent the Volusia School District in the State Teacher of the Year program. Now on to Congress. President Biden will deliver a State of the Union address February 7th. It will be his first address to a joint session of Congress since Republicans took over the House chamber. Some of the issues likely to be covered include the economy, inflation, the current labor market with a 3.5% unemployment rate, additional weapons for Ukraine, an update on the President's infrastructure package, which was approved by Congress in 2021, and the nation's debt ceiling. And speaking of the debt ceiling, the U.S. government recently hit its formal borrowing limit, and the Treasury Department is still paying debts for now. But Congress must raise that borrowing limit or debt ceiling 
sometime this summer. If it does not do so, the federal government could face a debt default which would severely affect the country's credit rating and interest rates. District 7 Congressman Corey Mills, who represents South Volusia in the U.S. House, has moved into a Port Orange City Hall office. His new regional staff members include Amy Dunn and Vanessa Horgan. District 6 Congressman Michael Waltz, representing the north end of Volusia, will be moving into Ormond Beach City Hall. Next, recently elected Port Orange Council member Kat Atwood has resigned from Port Orange City Council due to health reasons. Our prayers are with her. New Smyrna Beach Police Chief Mike Coffin officially retired last week. During his tenure, their department had some great programs such as Shop with a Cop, and they built good relations with the community. Mike says he doesn't plan to relocate or stop working. Meanwhile, Deputy Police Chief Eric Feldman will serve as the interim chief. We wish you the best, Mike. Moving to Tallahassee, the Florida Legislature will be in special session this week in regards to additional resources in response to Hurricane Ian, as well as Disney's Reedy Creek Taxing District. Look for details in my newsletter coming later this week. And in closing, for any business seeking assistance, SBA disaster loans for Hurricane Nicole, the filing deadlines are February 13th for physical damage, September 13th for economic injury damage, and SBA disaster loans for Hurricane Ian, filing deadline is June 29th for economic injury damage. Now, some of next week's meetings will be Monday, February 6th, Edgewater City Council, Deltona City Commission, the Land City Commission, and Tuesday, February 7th, will be Volusia County Council, Port Orange City Council, and Ormond Beach City Commission. And for more news details, look for my newsletter, which comes out this week. And before we interview today's guest, I'd like to put in a word about Fountainhead. Jason Myers, headquarter campus in Holly Hill for Synergy Billing. This facility is on the site of the old Holly Hill Middle School, 1200 Center Avenue, just north of LPGA Boulevard. Synergy, a medical billing and coding company, is just one segment of Fountainhead, and there's more to come, so stay tuned. And now for today's guest. Holly Hill Mayor Chris Villa is a lifelong resident and business owner in the city. He also represents Holly Hill on the Volusia Elected Officials Roundtable and is the city's delegate to the Florida League of Cities. He was previously Vice Mayor and District 4 Commissioner and was Vice Chair 
of their Board of Planning and Appeals. He has also served on the East Volusia Regional Water Authority, the River to Sea Transportation Planning Organization. He and his wife, Amber, have two daughters, Aubrey and Blair, and a son named Harrison. Glad to have you with us today, Chris. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate being here, and congratulations on your, should we call it inaugural? Uh, show podcast yeah it i is. love that I, I i'm really appreciative that you had me on you and i have been friends for many many years and uh, even before that you were longtime friends with my father as well and as he served in office uh, a couple decades ago and i remember i'm i'm just excited for you you know i've been encouraging you along this path that you need to do something like this there's nobody more um, up to date with all of the issues in Volusia County and the state for that matter. So I'm really excited about this podcast and I want you to know I'm going to be listening to every single one of them. I appreciate it though and we're sure glad to have you as our first guest. And as Holly Hill Mayor, any specific issues that the city is facing? Yeah, you know, we're, we're a small city. We have about 13,000 residents here in the city of Holly Hill and uh, we're taking on a lot of big items this coming year uh, in, in the budget. Uh, but one major thing that a lot of cities, not only just small cities, but, but the big cities as well are facing is stormwater issues. As you know, we just went through two devastating hurricanes uh, back to back. And unfortunately in the first one, we uh, took on a lot of, of flood damage. And so currently we're looking at our stormwater policies and seeing if, and they are all in line with the rest of Volusia County, but we're seeing if, if we can maybe um, work to, to make them stronger, work to make sure that uh, we can do anything we can within our power to prevent, um, you know, catastrophe like, like we saw. I mean, we had dozens and dozens of homes flooded out, and, and some people still today are still not in their home. They're having to live in an apartment or or uh, with, with family. And so, you know, I think it's government's role to, to make sure that, that we plan for these things. And, and I think we've done a good job at that. We just had a historic 500-year uh, storm come through that, that flooded out the area. Um, so we're, we're taking on a new study that the state is offering to us uh, to, to take a look at all the low-lying areas. It's been just about 10 years since we had our last study done, and we've implemented a lot of those those features that were identified in the study. So um, that is a big issue moving forward that we need to look at. As you know, Holly Hill is mostly built out. So other cities, they're growing their boundary lines, and some are dealing with, with growing pains. But us in Holly Hill, we're focused on redevelopment. And when I say redevelopment, that means that, that we are trying to make ourselves better from within. So we are taking properties that may have been there for 50, 60, 70 years that when they came in didn't have the standards that we have today for stormwater and retention and all of these things. And so we have to be very mindful when, when we're looking at, at these redevelopment, redevelopment issues. So it's something that we're tackling, and I would say right now is, is probably one of our most pressing issues in the city of Holly Hill. Okay. Well, along those same lines, the, uh, the city has a 
million general fund budget. Any specific challenges as you see related to your budget? Yeah, uh, you know, as I said before, small city, and we, um, just like all other cities, we have a limited budget, and we have to, you know, in today's age, we have to do more with less. When you look at inflation and what it's doing, especially the impact on local governments. I mean, the impact on our citizens is, is, is terrible right now, um, but also on the governments because government contracts continue to go up and up and up. And, you know, every long-term project that we have had planned always comes back at a astronomically higher uh, rate than what we expected it to be. So that makes planning hard. And when we don't know if the inflation is going to spiral out of control or if it's going to calm back down, it makes planning tough. So our, our budget is about $10.4 million. And what we did is, in, in previous budgets to this, is we made sure as a city commission that we supported our law enforcement fully and unequivocally. We will always stand behind the rule of law in the city of Holly Hill. And so that meant that we had to give uh, the biggest raises to our police department that we've ever seen to make sure that they were not only on par but, but above a lot of the rest here in, in Volusia County. So that took smart planning, that took hard choices, and, uh, and we're gonna continue to do that as we move forward. We're gonna continue to fund our, our public safety here. And when you look at the budget, our public safety, uh, our police department's budget is, is about $3 million. Our fire department is about $2 million. That's about half of our entire general fund. And when you look at the taxes we bring in, we only bring in a about that mon much money. It's about 92% of every tax dollar that comes in through through our taxes are going directly to the police and fire. So uh, we're making sure that, that, that we're doing that and, and it's paying dividends. I have to tell you, this year we've seen a 23% decrease from last year. Uh, or 2022 to 2021, we saw a 23% decrease in part one crimes. We also have a 6% better closing rate than the rest of Volusia County. So our police department is working hard and, and they're out in the community making those relationships and I couldn't be any more proud of them. Well, that's great, that's great. Hey, one of the most exciting things that I've seen, you know, I mean, at y'all's meetings and such come forth though, and that's Pictona. Can you give us the latest on Pictona? Yeah, Pictona has, has just absolutely astounded us and and has done better than any projection that we could have ever ever had. And it started off with 24 pickleball courts and a generous couple came to the city and, and said, hey, we wanna build this here. And of course, we didn't have the funds ready to do this. And uh, so they were very, very generous and, and funded a large, large portion of it. And the city still owns it. Uh, and so now it, it, when it took off, it uh, started attracting international and national competitions, and so we quickly saw the need to expand from 24 courts to 49 courts and a major championship court as well. Uh, and in addition to that, what I'm really excited about is the community amphitheater. We have a 1,200-seat stadium there that we are hosting all kinds of, of events from musicals to uh, to concerts, to everything in between. And 
we're really, really excited about that. We just had our first concert, and it was an absolute smash. It was, it was an army band that came in, and uh, and actually on February twenty fourth coming up, we're we're gonna have uh, another one coming up. It's free to the public, and uh, you won't want to miss it. It's it's the army band and, and chorus, and they're coming in, and, and you just you won't want to miss it. Trust me. And in addition to that, we have we just heard that ESPN2 is now coming to Holly Hill for the next tournament that we have, and it's going to be filming that and broadcasting that out nationwide. So, you know, this is one of those projects that we get to show off our city. And I joked at the original, at the original uh, groundbreaking that Pictona was the Wimbledon of pickleball. <laughs> it's kind of stuck. So. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll keep going with that. Okay, okay. Well, recently the uh, elected officials roundtable group, they met and they uh, began a new Nova Road Canal Task Force. Can you elaborate as to what you see coming forth from that task force? Yeah, so there's a lot of history there with the Nova Nova Canal Task Force and and how local governments have taken a look at it. We talked about earlier stormwater improvements, and and this Nova Canal, uh, for people that are unaware, Nova Canal runs obviously along the, the stretch of, of Nova from Ormond down past and through Port Orange. And there are three outfalls, one of them being in our city of Holly Hill, which is LPGA, comes right down and empties out into the river. There's another one, Reed Canal in South Daytona, and then uh, Halif- I, I believe it's the Halifax Canal out in, in Port Orange. And what happens is, is this, this Nova Canal was built back in the 1920s when all of this, most of this was, was farmland, especially in, in our city. And it was, it was to help alleviate that. Now, of course, you fast forward 100 years and you have a lot more development. Um, and as we said earlier, 40, 50 years ago, with not much uh, forethought to where this water was going to go. So the Nova Canal has picked up a lot of that. When we have these large storms come in, we are seeing that the Nova Canal is overburdened completely. And, um, and I think it's time, that it, actually, it's been time for the last 20 years or so to do something about it, to take a look at it. The tough thing is, is that it, it is owned by the state, and um, so we have to get everybody on board at the same time. And over the last 15 to 20 years, there have been a couple attempts that I know of to actually go ahead and, and tackle this. But it's going to take a lot of funding. It's going to take from all different sources, from the state from to the county and to all the cities. So I'm, I'm really excited to have volunteered to, to serve on the Nova Canal Task Force and uh, look at anything that we can do to improve our stormwater, uh, you know, ability in all of East Volusia County because it serves the entire stretch from Ormond to, to down past Port Orange. So I'm excited to serve on that, and we're going to take a, a fact-based um, uh, aspect to this, approach to this, to where uh, we make sure that, that, that we can identify what the project will be to help and to what extent, and then, of course, how many dollars that means. 
and that's going to mean a lot of help and support from our state government and, and so we've been in talks with our legislators who seem to be behind it and uh, so I'm, I have high hopes for that. And you're right that leads into my next question uh, because next month the legislative session it starts March the 7th and so is there any specific things that you might mention like that that Holly Hill or the League of Cities might need to request? Yeah, for sure. Actually, I'm excited for this upcoming legislative session because uh, Holly Hill, traditionally, we have never asked for an appropriation in all of our memory. So we haven't had any from the state. And and so for several years, I've, I've been championing the fact that we need to go to the state and try to bring home some of our local tax dollars and put them to work for our city. And and so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful that we have uh, – we have bills picked up, three of them this year. We have a stormwater improvement grant. We have um, extending sewer service, and we have a fire station that we are also trying to, to get some uh, funding for from the state. So um, I'm grateful to our representative, Tom Leak, for championing that, and I'm also grateful to our newly elected and my good friend, Chase Tremont, state representative up there. He's going to run our bills for us and also our state senator, um, Tom Wright. So I'm really grateful that they're going to do that. We'll be up in Tallahassee lobbying hard for our citizens here and hopefully be able to bring home a little something for the first time ever for our city of Holly Hill. Well, and I'll probably see you up there sometime, you know, myself and all, so wish you the best on that. You're the most popular guy up there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go up there with you, you can't walk down a hallway, Jim. But uh, you're too kind. <laughs> but, uh, hey, so with a two-minute warning now, anything that you'd like to say for closing comments? You know, I just want to say that I am proud to be your first guest. And we are right here in the city of Holly Hill. So I, I just really appreciate everything that you've done. And, you know, you worked for the chamber for so, so long. And, and I mean it when I say you're the most popular guy up there. <laughs> Every time I'm up there is, do you know Jim Cameron? Oh, I know uh, Jim Cameron. And uh, I just appreciate everything you do for the community. A lot of people don't know the amount of work that you put in that you're not getting paid to come to my meetings in Daytona and all these other ones. I know you're used to it. You were yeah. in the chamber. But you just do it because you love it. And I think that you want to make an impact here in the community. And you have and you will continue. And so I'm just proud that you are doing this. I'm proud to call you a friend. And uh, I'll be listening to every single one. I'm, I'm the first guest. And I'm going to claim uh, I want to be your hundredth guest. So I'm claiming that now. Put it on the schedule. Hey, no. This is the first, and believe me, we're going to have you back again. So look forward to that, though. And I appreciate the hospitality that y'all show. I mean, just I feel right at home when I come to y'all's commission meetings. So, so Chris, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. And before I close, I'd like to announce that as of this minute, the U.S. debt stands at thirty-one trillion five hundred thirty-one billion. 564 million and then some and this amount is growing by the minute now look for a new podcast to be released later next week and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting for more news check out the Jim Cameron newsletter 
And if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140. And if I miss your call and not return it in eight business hours, I'll pay you $1,000 cash. This is Jim Cameron signing off, asking you to please support the First Step Shelter.